Welcome to the Nourish Babes podcast. We're your hosts, Bella and Madison, your go-to besties for all things women's wellness. We're here to help you balance your hormones, heal your gut, learn how to eat, exercise, sleep, manage your stress, break free of diet culture, and get confident as fuck about your own health and healing. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Nourish Babes podcast. So if you are a consistent listener of our podcast, you're probably more into alternative or functional medicine more than the average person. Maybe you've even seen a functional doctor before and you either loved it and that's great or you walked away feeling broke and overwhelmed. So in this episode, we're going to cover both the upsides and downsides of functional medicine. We wanna first preface by saying that we absolutely respect all doctors, both conventional and functional. There is absolutely a time and place for both. If you break your arm, like you're not gonna just go along and heal yourself. Um, I think that's a great time to see a conventional doctor. And if you're starting from scratch and you just are struggling with chronic illness, it can definitely be helpful to see a functional doctor. However, at the end of the day, you are your best health advocate and no one is going to heal you other than you. So when we say functional medicine, we're literally referring to any type of functional medicine doctor, whether that be a naturopath or a chiropractor or an acupuncturist, TMC, traditional Chinese medicine, all of these are included. So first we're gonna talk about our experience, then go into some of the pros and cons. So Maddie, let's start with you. Yeah, so for me, I spent so much time in the functional medicine space. So I started to have gut issues more so when I was like uh, 20, or sorry, yeah, 2010-ish. Did the whole conventional thing that wasn't working they said i had ibs and you know gave me medication so at that point i was like okay there's something out there and of course enter my like google rabbit hole functional medicine phase this was like 2014 to 2020 um 2020 ish for me so i literally saw so many different practitioners probably a new one every six months i saw like naturopaths i saw chiropractors i saw functional medicine doctors i saw like acupuncturists i did ayurvedic stuff i saw somebody who did foot zoning and it was all very very similar in like the approach that they were taking um i yeah i mean this was years of my life like i was going to appointments i was spending thousands out of pocket to like get testing done um supplements most of them would put me on some type of really restrictive intense dietary uh protocol um i did like a SIBO protocol a couple times oh my gosh i did just like all the things you know it's i could do a whole podcast on just all the things that i've tried before um and so yeah that was my world for you know seven ish eight ish years was just like in the functional medicine space researching candida and bacterial overgrowth and mold and getting stool tests done and like getting my hormones tested and yeah all of that so the unfortunate thing though it's like i still i never felt confident about food i had so much food fear i always felt overwhelmed i was still having symptoms you know i would notice like with some of these like i would feel a little bit better um for a couple months 
and then my symptoms would come back. I would still feel really bloated. I would still feel like overwhelmed about food stuff. I had no idea what to eat on a day-to-day basis. I was having acne. I was having bloating and diarrhea and looser stools. And it's just like, yeah, nothing ever stuck. Um, so if you're listening to this, you can probably relate. It's like this constant merry-go-round of like, okay, let me just find a new doctor. And then, you know, you spend thousands on like the testing and the supplements and the intense protocols. And then you're left like six months later feeling maybe a little bit better, but it's almost like you're back at square one again. So, um, my experience, I would never take back my experience, but also, yeah, we, we have some stuff to say about functional medicine because (laughs) like we have had experiences with it. And also most of my clients have some kind of experience within the functional medicine world. So how about you, Bella? I know yours is not as intense as mine, but you still have like, yeah, the experience with functional medicine. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Maddie is like the classic, went through the classic protocol and classic of so many things where I am definitely more nuanced and less extreme in all of my like past experiences and whatnot. Um, that said, I find just like all doctors to me like are traumatizing. And I think when I was 25, I was getting off my parents' insurance. And so I did see a conventional doctor because I was like, okay, maybe I'll just get one final checkup or like one final pap smear. And I remember I was in my luteal phase and she like Mm -hmm. stuck the thing in your vagina and like opened it and swabbed it. And it was just like, so uh, it was painful. Everyone's like, pap smears don't hurt. For me, it hurt. It was painful. It was traumatizing. I felt violated. Mm -hmm. And I just like that whole, the doctor, I just felt like she went through it really fast and didn't really take the time or effort to like care about me so that whole like white coat in a room with super bright lights and like the chair with the computer and like you're sitting in the thing with the paper that rolls out like that whole experience to me is very traumatizing and I just like don't I just I don't find it necessary in most cases and I'm just not about it Um, that said, I feel the same, similar way towards functional medicine as well, because again, there's a doctor sitting there with a computer, there's bright lights, you're on this weird rolly out paper chair thing. And I have definitely seen a functional doctor once, I think it was only once. Um, and it was actually because I was going to Brazil for my undergrad, I had, a class that I was taking and it was an abroad class for three weeks and they recommended to get all these vaccines and I didn't want to get them and so I just wanted to go to a functional doctor to see like if that was necessary and whatnot. We talked for like 20 minutes, came to the conclusion that it wasn't necessary, Um, but like we'll talk about usually your first initial visit with a functional doctor is like two hours and so that whole thing took like 20 minutes so they were like we still have an hour and a half is there anything else you want to discuss and so it turned into this whole thing talking about my cycle issues and my painful periods and my acne and my constipation and so again then they came up with this whole protocol for all these things that I wasn't really looking for a solution on So in some cases that two hour window can be very helpful, but for me it was like 
they were just trying to keep me around. I don't know. I had a different experience with it. Um, I did go to two follow-ups and this was actually at my alma mater, which is Bastyr University, and it was in their clinic, and I was about to go to their school for their nutrition program, and so I just felt like I was going, I'm in this world, I didn't need to see a doctor to necessarily, like, heal all these random symptoms that I was having, um, so it just kind of, like, fizzled out, and I just didn't feel like it was necessary, I didn't feel like I was getting anything out of it that I didn't already know myself and so again it just fizzled out. Um, when it comes to other forms of alternative functional medicine I have seen a traditional Chinese medicine doctor practitioner once for my acne. When I was in high school I had really bad cystic acne and it's interesting because I've learned a lot about traditional Chinese medicine just from my own research um, but I don't really remember the only thing that I really took away from that experience was they gave me these herbs for my acne and they were like these little balls and they tasted so bad and I remember having to like crush them up and eat them in applesauce to like get them down and again it all I took away from that was just like this one solution it wasn't um like overall balance I'm sure it was they probably did give me more information than just that but like that was what I took away from it in the end and again it didn't really do anything for my acne so again that also just fizzled out um I've seen an acupuncturist for my period and I went like two or three times and I definitely do think it worked and I think I'd be interested in going back but again it was another thing that just kind of fizzled out so I don't know I just don't I think it's because I'm in this world and I know so much and I feel like I'm not really in an unhealthy state that for me personally these aren't super necessary and they always just kind of fizzled out in the end which is totally okay. I think for someone like my mom, she actually went and saw a functional doctor yesterday because she has way more health issues than I do. She's 67 years old. And I just see someone like that who truly has more issues and problems um, can see way, have, have way more value in going to something like that. But even then it was just the first session and once they come back with her lab results and test i'm very curious to see like what their solutions are and how me being in this world would alter and change those things so with that said let's get into first the upsides the positives of seeing a uh, functional doctor so again the first one for most people i think this is a huge upside is that they spend way more time with their patients especially compared to conventional doctors i feel like conventional doctors they're just trying to get you in and out as quick as possible so they can get their paycheck um uh, like i said i've seen a functional doctor before and the first appointment was two hours and every follow-up appointment from that was 30 minutes and so they definitely do take that time and effort to really figure out what's wrong with you, talk to you, make you feel like you're actually heard and you have time, <clears throat> excuse me, to understand what's going on and re really get a solution. 
Yeah, so my experience was very similar. I When I first saw a functional medicine um, practitioner, she spent like two hours with me, um, which I was so impressed by because I was impressed with how thorough everything was. Mm. Prior to that, I had seen a doctor and it was like 10 minutes. You know, I felt like he knew literally nothing about me. It was just like, here's what's going on here's what to do, you know, like see you in six months. So it felt very, um, it felt very rushed. And I think most people can relate to that. So I think, yeah, that is one of the biggest upsides is like the time spent with clients or with patients is huge. And like, I mean, yeah, there's so much that you can do in, you know, in your initial session, um, with them. So another upside too, is that they obviously take more, a more holistic route with things, right? So they, they do often understand, um, you know, like pharmaceuticals and like basic biology and like all that stuff. But then they also know like how connected everything is, you know, things like, you know, how your gut is connected to your hormones and um, just like the whole they have a more comprehensive view of health, which I feel like is is a definite plus. Um and also they just have like more tools and more modalities to use, right? Instead of just prescribing a pharmaceutical, right, they might give you um, options to like have a meal plan or work with a nutritionist or have a grocery list. Um, you know, there's supplements instead of just medications. They might be able to point you to the direction of somebody who does acupuncture or an herbalist or, you know, massage or chiropractors or energy healing, homeopathy, yoga, meditation, like all of that is more, um, within their knowledge base. And so it's not just like, okay, here's what's wrong with you. Here's a drug to take it's like no let's let's figure out some other options so i mean that's that's a huge plus right that's like giving people so many more options i remember when i saw the naturopath that i was seeing for a couple years i always felt like she had other ideas it was never just like well sorry we can't like help you it was like let's try this thing you know like there's Mm -hmm. so many other options and i loved that about her that it it always felt like there was something else that we could try yeah i think that like full body experience and like solution is so much more helpful than like here's a pharmaceutical like go on your way Mm -hmm. um another thing that we find is a pro is that the lab work is often much more comprehensive comprehensive so instead of just like running tsh like how most doctors tip conventional doctors do they often will do a full thyroid panel um they do other comprehensive lab tests that um conventional doctors don't always do things like hormone tests stool tests adrenal stress tests food sensitivities which we'll get into um heavy metal tests mold toxicity epstein-barr cancer screenings again there's way more comprehensive solution and understanding of kind of what's going on in the body compared to conventional doctors i've even heard many people say that they've like asked their regular doctor for like a hormone panel or like to test more things other than just tsh and i've heard so many doctors actually refusing to do these tests on people who are asking them same similarly with like testing my vitamins and minerals um they're just like no that's not necessary um so again even if a conventional doctor does take 
some of these tests, usually they don't spend the time to go over these tests. I know my mom had like this super elaborate test done and thankfully the doctor was able to do it, but he went over with it, over it with her for five minutes. And then she actually took those results to a functional doctor and that person like went in depth for like two hours or so to actually go over and have her understand the results, which I think is way, way more valuable. So for all of these reasons that we talked about, we do think that it can be helpful for people to see these doctors and especially have someone on their like team to help to like check in with you. Sometimes this is an option, sometimes not, but we think if you have any questions, if there's like a way to reach out to them, that that can be very helpful. I also, we also think this is helpful if um, you're starting from scratch, like you have no background knowledge, you have no, no, no understanding of your overall health and you just feel like you're struggling and you're just starting from zero. I think this can be a very helpful like first step to kind of understand where you're at and learn how to heal. That said, there are definitely some downfalls that we definitely see with our clients and on a daily basis. Yeah, so let's get into some of the downfalls. So for sure, the biggest one of my complaints and also um, the thing that I hear most often from past clients or current clients or people just in my DMs is they are, they're prescribing so many different supplements, right? So again, even though functional doctors don't typically prescribe pharmaceuticals, they often prescribe tons and tons of supplements. Um, not only can taking so many supplements be overwhelming, but it is incredibly expensive, right? Like, the amount of money that I spent mm -hmm. on supplements when I was kind of in that like functional medicine world, like probably thousands, you know, and the problem is um, I would be on these really intense supplement protocols and it just like it didn't really make me feel that better. And I yeah, and I just I never felt like there was any that made a big difference. So I was at one point taking like 20-ish supplements per day for the SIBO protocol that I was doing um, that my naturopath put me on. And again, like a couple months later, you know, I, I eased off the supplements and I felt okay, but then my symptoms started to come back. So yeah, every single client that I've ever had that has worked in the functional medicine space says the exact same thing, right? They're left with hundreds of dollars worth of supplements that they either don't notice any difference with or they feel like they they like they have to constantly rely on taking all these supplements to just feel okay um so i would say that's yeah that's literally one of the biggest ones is the supplement heavy protocols i've never seen a naturopath or somebody in the functional medicine world that did not prescribe a bunch of different supplements um and it's often like a lot of times it's their own you know like a lot of them obviously they're getting like you know, they want you to purchase the ones that they have because they're like, you know, medical grade or, and I think that that's like fine, but also there's all, there's a lots of other options for supplements and yeah, they're not, they're not always necessary. And a lot of them also promote certain supplements that we don't actually believe, I guess, believe in. We don't think they're necessary. <clears throat> Things like vitamin D, liver cleanses with a bunch of different ingredients, multivitamins, omega-3s, probiotics, like, I remember my naturopath, she put me on this, like, prescription-grade probiotic. It was a powder. It was so expensive. 
and also like I literally felt no different from it like it was it was just crazy this like you know it was supposedly this like farm you know prescription grade like has lots of test results around it it's like yeah it just it didn't it didn't do anything for me and and if anything it made me feel more felt made me feel more more bloated so yeah the supplement piece is is probably the the biggest thing that I see that's an issue I think I honestly took that probiotic too like you had to get it from the pharmacy and it had like three billion three hundred billion colony forming units like yeah <laughs> yes and it was just like I don't even know why I was taking it and I don't even know if it helped like yeah. there was no solution um but to me this is like one of the biggest complaints i see i've even had multiple people reach out to me asking like is your program is your course um like require a bunch of supplements because like that's literally what i'm trying to get off of like i have my functional doctors prescribing me so many supplements and it's just getting one overwhelming to like remember to take all those throughout the day but also it can get so expensive real fast whereas most of them are not super necessary so the next negative that we see with a lot of functional doctors is food fears is that they are making us fear so many foods. I see the blanket suggestion all the time. I would say next to supplements, this is the other complaint that we see the most and it's to just blanket statement to cut out gluten and dairy. And of course, this can be definitely helpful, especially in the beginning. The problem is, is that there's often never a like re-implementation phase. And plus this is not always necessary or helpful to like cut out certain foods, especially something as nutrient dense as dairy. So again, we see this all the time and so many people coming to us and be like, I cut out gluten and dairy and I feel no different at all. Um, so instead of like just completely removing these foods from your diet, we discuss how to like re-implement or how to choose quality dairy in our dairy episode. Um, I find that so often people don't necessarily have to like remove dairy from the diet. Rather, they just need to find a different type of dairy that's actually good quality, not homogenized, maybe not pasteurized or low temp pasteurized or even raw dairy if they can find it and if it's available. Again, I find that so often just by switching the quality, they're, they're completely fine and they don't have to just blanketly remove dairy from their diet. Um, another thing we see that comes from food fear is especially these food sensitivity tests, which is one of the tests that they often do, which again, this can be helpful. Um, but the problem is, is that a lot of these tests aren't super accurate. So this, it's usually a test that tests like over a hundred foods or about hundred foods, sometimes less, sometimes more. And it like tests your blood to see um, if you are sensitive to these te to these foods and if you should be eating them or not. But again, these tests are actually, I don't know the percentage, I should have looked it up, but they are quite inaccurate. And again, there is no re-implementation 
phase to reintroducing the they they tell you like oh this won't be forever but often there's never like a plan to reintroduce these foods back into your diet and so what happens is so many people just become super terrified of eating these foods and left with a super restrictive diet which is again not helpful at all yeah, the food sensitivity stuff is is crazy because mm-hmm. I I have clients who will be like, "Do you want to see my food sensitivity test?" And I'm like, "No, I literally don't care because my concern is like, why are you not digesting those foods in the first place?" Um, I've gotten plenty of these tests. I can pr- almost predict what people are sensitive to. It's usually mm-hmm. always egg whites, or eggs, dairy, gluten, sugar, sometimes corn, almonds. Like there's very yeah, people are reacting to the same things. Um, and again, there's so much to this picture. It's not just to say like, take these out of your diet. It's like sometimes actually, you know, it would be better to have dairy in your diet because you're getting Mm -hmm. protein from it. You're getting vitamins and minerals and it's just, we need to swap out the type of dairy that you're eating. Or maybe we just need to work on your stress first because that's what's causing you to have Mm -hmm. such bad reactions to dairy. It's like, yeah, I never, never had any kind of, uh, plan for reintroduction around Mm -hmm. food sensitivity tests literally never they were just like okay take these out of your diet um you know take these supplements and then it was just like see in six months and it was like okay well what what am I supposed to do like what if I want to have eggs what if I want to go out to eat and have like you know something with sugar in it um so this for me like drives me insane because (laughs) this affects people's lives like on a day-to-day basis you know like they're the people who stop going out to eat because they need like everything to be gluten-free dairy-free egg-free sugar-free and it's just yeah the food fear is insane and I would say one of the biggest yeah the biggest my biggest annoyances um is this this food fear and almost like in conventional medicine it's I hate that they don't talk to you about food stuff but it's almost better because they are not telling mm. you to take out mm-hmm. all these different foods from your diet um of course like there's a balance with all of it but in a way functional medicine is is uh I feel like very responsible for a lot of food fear that people have nowadays another thing about those um tests are so many of them are like just the foods that like your digestion sucks and so of course all the foods that you're eating like come up as you're sensitive to because you're Mm -hmm. sensitive to everything because your digestion sucks so that can be so extremely harmful because if you basically have to cut out your entire diet and change your entire diet in like the next day and that is so overwhelming and so not necessary and that is one thing I find super harmful with these tests Mm -hmm. yeah and they can get so particular too it's like you can have egg yolks but not egg whites or you can have avocados but not like peanuts and it's like there's just like so it it gets so insane and people get so nitpicky with their diets that it's just yeah it's like it's not about the food at that point like sure like you said sometimes it's beneficial to take it out but the goal is to literally be able to tolerate all the foods that you want to eat. Um, okay, so yes. another big one that we um, we think is a downfall is there's really not a lot of guidance on the actual implementation of their suggestions, right? So many functional doctors have this like grand elaborate protocol, right? They can type you up this beautiful protocol and it sounds really nice 
when they talk to you about it or on paper but it's often really overwhelming it's a bunch of information all at once which can be really yeah overwhelming and very uh demotivating so i know this happened for me the naturopath i saw she typed me up this protocol she gave me a couple handouts like here's the diet that you're doing here's you know something about the vagus nerve like start humming more and then you know like do all these things and check back in with me in a couple months right and i was like oh my god okay i I can do this on my own but it's it was so overwhelming um and it also just didn't feel like there was any kind of customization or personalization like how does this feel for you like you know what do you foresee how how do you want to like start to tackle this there was no guidance it was just like here's all this information like run with it which was incredibly overwhelming yeah in our practice we always start with the basics and like gradually work forward and i know that you probably but i definitely do have a like in my course i have a six phase guide to help you implement everything that i talk about throughout the whole course and so it starts about it starts with like awareness and gathering awareness and increasing your nourishment and ends with like a reintroduction plan so just like giving you a list of all these things to do without really like guidance on where to start or how to do it can be so overwhelming especially for the average person who's just starting out yeah I mean yeah my practice is the same too it's like I could Mm -hmm. send you know you could have gut issues and I could send you all my resources right now but like that is not that's not going to give you the transformation that you want right it needs to be customized you need to work with someone to like make it into like these tiny bite-sized pieces which yeah I love like your your phase guide because it really is like taking taking small bits at a time and Mm -hmm. it's like before you even go into phase two it's like you you should be doing phase one stuff Mm -hmm. you know like before you before you move on so it's it's helpful to have that um written out which i've never seen or heard of any kind of functional medicine practitioner doing any of that so no me neither um and then kind of like at least one of my biggest complaints is that it's still not an empowering model of medicine right when i was seeing a functional medicine doc for years i still felt like i always had to rely on her for my health i was confused with like how my body was working what was going on um and maybe her job was not to educate right like maybe we're putting too much pressure on our 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 (laughs) doctors but like I still felt like I didn't know what was going on with my body I didn't trust myself I still didn't really know what to eat um and I still felt like if I had any questions like I didn't really feel like I could ask her like for support but I also like didn't know where else to turn so um Uh, yeah with this model of medicine I still feel like it's continuing to perpetuate this idea that like you need to listen to someone else and rely on someone else to tell you what to do um which to me wasn't very empowering so I do in a way think functional medicine is amazing but it's also kind of like a copy of conventional medicine with the Mm -hmm. just the way that they do stuff right it's like okay let's diagnose you maybe it's a little bit more in depth and maybe there's more guidance around it, but then it's like, okay, let's diagnose you, like, let's prescribe you a diet or some supplements, and then, like, send you on your way. There's, like, a massive gap and lack of support, um, so again, it's like, I never felt, you know, went away from a session feeling like, wow, I can, like, really do this on my own, I really feel empowered, Mm -hmm. I really feel like, you know, yeah, just, like, empowered to do this on my own. 
Yeah, so we do, we obviously see the value in both functional and conventional, but definitely functional over conventional when it comes to chronic diseases especially. However, just because these doctors, again, take a holistic approach doesn't mean that they also always give the best solutions. Again, the two biggest compliment or complaints, excuse me, that we see amongst clients and course students are, quote, my functional doctor told me to cut out dairy and gluten and yet I still don't feel better. Or I'm overwhelmed with the amount of supplements I have to take. Like I have heard that over and over and over again. And that is one of the reasons that we decided to um, talk about this in a whole podcast because we want you to understand that both of these scenarios are not absolute and it is absolutely possible to heal without cutting out these entire food groups or spending your life savings on supplements. Like there are other ways to heal and this is not your end all be all. Yeah. It's like when I was in that like functional medicine space, like I thought that was it. I thought that like there was no other option for, mm-hmm. you know, support. But like just you just said, it's like there's other options. It like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like this. Um, which is really empowering and like really cool to discover. So as far as like what's the solution, right? Like, you know, say you're you're seeing a functional medicine practitioner, you're on some protocol or you're like maybe considering seeing one. Um, yeah, this isn't to convince you to like do something else unless that's really what you want to do um I think this is also not to say like completely go to the opposite end of the spectrum and like literally never see a doctor again and you know do it all yourself um because I think that's why people struggle so much is that they have been through functional medicine and they don't find results and so now they're just DIYing it all Mm -hmm. themselves and they're literally like driving themselves mad um, trying to like piece together these protocols um, and doing you know google rabbit going down google rabbit holes and trying to do it all on their own which is also not um, very helpful so at least for me in my own experience once I kind of got out of the functional medicine space um, I actually I found other mentors and coaches to work with that were more specific to what I needed support with. So literally the best thing that I've done these last couple of years is hire people who offer very specific guidance in very specific areas. Um, and I think it's cool because we have there are there's literally a coach for everything that you could ever want. Um, not to say you have to work with a coach or a nutritionist, but this is this is just another modality that you can work with while you're while you're doing a lot of this um, other work on your own. So for me, working with a coach um, along with these practitioners is usually a really good place to be at. Um, I recommend this to clients all the time because they often come with me, come to see me and work with me while they're also working with other practitioners. And I'm not the person to be like, no, you can't work with anyone else. You just have to work with me. Like I'm all for them working with all sorts of types of people um, because you don't have to just rely on one system or one practitioner through all of this. Yeah, so the more the more people you have on your team, the better. Obviously, if if um, it can be overwhelming, if like I had a client once who was working with a naturopath who was literally telling her the opposite. You know, I was telling her to like let's try to reintroduce dairy and gluten, and he was like, no, you can't. You have to be on the super restrictive diet. 
so that was oh really God. confusing for her but for the for most of my clients they have like you know massage therapist that they see or you know functional medicine practitioner they check in every you know like six months with and do blood work with it's like that's great um so again for me i i literally like i've I hired like a spirituality coach who has really helped me with a lot of like mental emotional stuff that I have had to process with like leaving Mormonism these last couple years. I also hired a health coach back in like 2020-ish. I still see him to this day every couple of months. He has literally like helped me in so many ways with like the actual implementation of the things that, um, you know, I was learning about my health. So for, for me, he finally put together this like piece uh with the stress for me because I was doing all the dietary things I was taking all the supplements and he was like let's talk about your stress like what have the what have been the most traumatic really intense things in your life like let's unpack that and I was like there's no way this has anything to do with my health and Mm -hmm. it was you know and he has brought like he has helped me work through like mindset blocks introduced me to so many other modalities that I would have never been exposed to and that was really hard to do because I was like well I'm a health coach I'm a nutritionist like why do I need anyone else you know I know how to do this but that it was almost like community you know like having somebody in my Mm -hmm. space that knew um that knew about all this stuff that was actually like you know working with me to actually implement a lot of it so I think that for me has been like the magic of like hiring help and then also like having more community and having um and learning how to like listen to my own body too and learning how to like nourish myself without the constant input and advice from some other person that I think knows more than me Oof, that was that was a good one because I totally agree with that. I feel like so many people outsource everything and then like forget to listen to themselves and listen to their bodies and how they're actually feeling. Um, I also think the community aspect that you talk about is so important. And some people like don't have a strong community in their circle. And so they literally have to find that through a coach or through someone else. Um, For me personally, my mom is super into health and wellness. So we always go back and forth about things. Um, I have Maddie in my circle. So if I have like random questions about certain things, I turn to her usually. But like having those people in your circle can be so helpful. And if you don't have those kind of people, then it's absolutely okay, if not necessary to reach out and find someone. Um, I totally agree with Maddie that we can work with these functional doctors while also working with someone who's more specific and going to give you more guidance and implementation like a coach or a nutritionist. Um, Again, it doesn't have to be us. Find anyone who you mesh with and who helps you through whatever you're going through. Um, To wrap up, I just really don't think we should be putting all the responsibility on these doctors. I think we can find guidance in them. I think we can find a lot of answers and solutions and whether that be testing or something that they recommend can be very helpful, but I think so many of us shouldn't be fully relying on them. Most people just want to blindly follow follow a doctor, whether it's alternative or conventional or someone on Instagram. They just want to 
follow and do whatever they say without actually taking responsibility um, for their health. And again, this doesn't mean go down a rabbit hole and do the DIY that Maddie was talking about, but rather like tune into how you feel and focus on your foundations that we always, always talk about. Like your doctor doesn't make your meals. Your doctor doesn't go on walks with you. Your doctor doesn't remind you to go outside daily and get your sunshine. Like you are in control of those things and those daily actions are what's going to make the biggest impact on your health. Again, we think guidance is helpful and especially if you're starting from zero and don't know what to do. But that being said, you are the one who has to take that guidance and actually go through it. Um, you have to take responsibility for your own health because I love this quote that no one can heal you other than you. Your doctor can't get inside your body and heal you. Only you can do that. Yeah, totally agree. And it's also like we talk about these foundational things all the time. And mm-hmm. people, I think a lot of people think it's too simple, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, I already am doing those things. And it's just like, yeah, I think people get caught up, especially in the functional health world. It's like, I'm doing all the things. And it's like, they're restricting tons of foods and they're taking tons of supplements and they think they're doing it all, which is totally what I thought. But it's like, there's so much more to work with than than that model, you know? And, I absolutely yeah. agree. And I have a friend who listens to our podcast and she's like, I hope you don't find this offensive, but I feel like you guys just say the same things over and over in your podcast, but it's because that's where true health lies. And like there's super specific, like simple, I mean, solutions. Like we, I feel like people are looking for this 17 step protocol with all these supplements and like extreme solutions where it really just comes back to the basics. And if we focus on those basics, then gradually work our way out. I think it can be so helpful and so nourishing for our bodies. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so complex. And I think people, Mm-mm. hopefully, that's what feedback I've gotten from a lot of you um, that message yes. us is like, you know, we're taking like the overwhelm and the confusion out of it. And it's like, that's how it should be. It doesn't have to be so complex. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, if you want more from us or to work with us or to give us feedback of like how this resonated with you, we always love to hear, um, we always love to hear from you all. So Bella, how can people find you? Yes. You can always send me a DM on Instagram. I am nourished with Bella or find me on my website. My website is nourishwithbella.com. What about you, Maddie? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at the gut goddess so thank you again for listening we will be back with an episode in uh two weeks and we'll catch you on the next episode